excuse us and we are running out of time. We're looking at mass starvation within 10 years. The reality is we're sleepwalking into a catastrophe. Change is coming, whether you like it or not. Extinction! Our youth are on the march through central London, from Trafalgar Square, down Whitehall, past Westminster Abbey, and they are en route in order to be heard outside the Department of Education in Marsham Street, which is where they stop and to address the civil servants inside the building, protected by several rows of police officers in their high-vis jackets. So we're gathered here at the Education Department in Westminster, our capital city, for a very specific reason. Extinction Rebellion and the climate change movement as a whole is about a lot more than tackling the climate catastrophe. It's about building a new society. A society that looks after our planet. A society where we don't have to live in constant fear of food shortages, humanitarian crisis and extreme weather. A society where we can ensure the sustainability of the human species while still allowing the beauty of our natural world to flourish. If we are to achieve such a society, then we must start with education. Education is what allows us to become functioning members of society. It teaches us about the world we live in and inspires us to make a difference. At least, this is the ideal. Currently, the education system is failing. It's lying to our youth about the true terrible scale of the climate crisis. And those who choose to act on it, to stand up for their future, are punished for truancy, maybe even arrested. This, my friends, cannot continue. The system must evolve. It must become one that gives the youth the resources, facts and opportunities necessary to come to their own informed conclusions on the climate catastrophe. To create a generation of innovators, scientists, politicians and workers who will strive to defeat environmental disaster whatever shape it may take. Ultimately, the actions of one generation are not enough. We need the generations of today and of the future to commit to creating a better, greener society. Then, and only then, my friends, can we escape extinction. amazing actually there was such a good energy and the vibe was really great everyone was in high spirits even though it was pissing it down with rain yeah. <laughs> and the samba band as well that kept everyone up in beats it gives you courage even if you feel like what you're doing is wrong so many people looking at you thinking I don't know what they're doing but it makes you I don't know really go for it with everything you've got 
beat for everyone to march to, doesn't it? Like it really like encourages, like brings everyone together. And especially when it's, yeah, pissing it down with rain. It's really nice to have something to bring everyone together and keep the morale up. It was really lovely. Yeah. And as we were marching down Whitehall and, and the dozens of um, tents there, uh, and the mounted police um, guarding this unelected prime minister. Yeah. If there was one thing you could have called out to to, to Johnson, um, you know, calling you a crusty, you don't look, you don't look like a crusty to me. <laughs> oh, I am a crusty, but I don't mind. <laughs> if there's one thing to call out to him probably wake the fuck up <laughs> you know since the latest reshuffle i couldn't even tell you who the education secretary is but but crucially what do you want to say to him or her uh that the education system needs to be changed we're learning about the wrong things and yeah we need to wake up we've woken up so i think the department of education should wake up and they're the ones teaching us so they should know what they're doing and they should be teaching the right things especially to the younger generation and the younger generation are realising as well, even though they're young, they know what's going on. It's just the education system holding us back. My name's Grace and I'm 14 years old. Seven months ago, I joined Fridays for Future. Six months ago, I joined Extinction Rebellion. So only about 1 28th of my life has been spent fighting for our planet. Why? because the severity of this crisis was never communicated to me before then. But I was luckier than some. I did not stumble upon this terrifying, devastating knowledge suddenly or alone. I grew up with some idea of it. Why? Because my parents told me of it. At school, I never heard about this crisis. I never heard about the sixth mass extinction. I never heard about the pollution in our air, the poisoning of our oceans, the killing of indigenous people who were daring to fight back. What I did learn was algebra and French, verb conjugations and mediocre dance. <laughs> when I finally heard about the climate crisis in school, it earned perhaps four lessons worth of attention. I have told my story because you, those in charge of the education system, have failed me. You failed us. You don't teach us about this crisis. You talk about safeguarding, but you were doing nothing to safeguard our futures, the planet we live on, the ecosystems we're dependent on are the people who are dying right now. If everyone understood this emergency, they'd be with us on the streets. But they aren't. And they don't. Because the government and the education system have failed. They've failed to tell us the truth. This whole system is built on lies. <laughs> climate breakdown you don't teach us how to deal with the emotions the fear anger and grief that come with the news of course schools have produced climate scientists who have told us the facts but there's no point in learning to become one of them because they have already told us what needs to be done and they have been ignored we will not be ignored we will not be silenced in charge of education. We need you to teach everyone about the climate crisis. This is a cry for help. This is a plea. Millions of children in this world sit in classrooms and learn quadratic equations when what they need to be learning is that climate breakdown is happening. The sixth mass extinction is happening. 
floods, wildfires and other natural disasters are happening. And they need to learn how it isn't too late. They need to know how they can change. They need to know how to act. And so we plead you, you in the Department of Education, you governors, teachers, assistants, to teach about this crisis. We need you. You have a role to play in this. Please heed our call. Because if everyone was taught about this emergency, I believe they would act. We would all become a wave that no one could stop. We are your children and your grandchildren. We are the students. And united, we are unstoppable. So please hear us. Answer our call. Tell your students the truth. Tell us the truth. Tell everyone the truth. We will not let you conceal it any longer. The age of lies is over and a new age has begun. Yeah, it seems like madness that we're more clued up about how the education system and like the environment and stuff than the people in power who are, yeah, it's madness. Yeah, ignorance is bliss, isn't it? But <laughs> it's not gonna help our planet. And um, with the police helicopter buzzing overhead, or, or almost permanently, um, what's your experience of the policing been in the rebellion so far? The policing, they seem really friendly and calm. I think they just want to make sure everyone's safe and they're just doing their job. Um, I don't know, we haven't had any problems with the police. Yeah, they seem quite happy to work alongside us and they're not trying to prevent us from protesting, they're just doing their job, like she said. You're all students at um, Falmouth in, in Cornwall. When, when you go back to, to your courses, are you going to be engaging um, the, the management, you know, the, the, the staff on, on your courses about the climate and ecological emergency? So I'm already involved in an XR student group down in Falmouth and we've been yeah, doing lots of actions already to try and like wake the university up. Actually, quite a lot of the tutors because it's quite a awake university with like climate like climate and ecological things quite a lot of the staff actually went on strike as well recently during the fridays for future but yeah we've been doing lots of actions and we've got lots of stuff planned to like try and wake up get as many people found up on board as possible we share a campus with the university of exeter and what how much money have they got invested in fossil fuels two and a half um two and a half million invested in fossil fuels despite the fact that they're supposed to be an environmental university and they've declared a climate emergency. So we've been doing lots of stuff to try and get them to divest. My name is Nian and I'm a medical student. I've completed th over three years, four years actually, in tertiary education. I'm going to my fifth year of study. I have over 25 contact hours a week and not a single one of those hours has been, sent, has been spent teaching me and my peers about the climate emergency. This is unacceptable, not just for my degree, where climate change is going to be the biggest health challenge that humanity has faced and the biggest challenge to the NHS going into the next 10 years. I am terrified. I'm terrified for the people that I might see in the future and I'm terrified for myself because I don't think I've been equipped with the knowledge and the skills to be able to treat these people. And that frightens me. And this goes beyond my own degree. The entire education system is broken. Learning about climate change is presented to us as a choice. You can choose to do a geography GCSE, or you can choose to do a geography A-level. You can choose to do sustainable development or geography at, at university. And if you're really, really lucky and choose to do something else, you might get one or two lessons about climate change 
or you might be lucky enough to be able to choose a module to do with how climate change and sustainability issues intersect with your discipline. Why is this the case? Climate change isn't optional. Climate change is already affecting millions of people around the world. It's going to affect everyone, no matter who you are, what discipline you study, where you come from. We need to stop presenting learning about climate change as a choice. And the fact is, that's just for people that are already benefiting from our current education system. Not everyone is able to access the education that some of us are privileged to have. And yet, these institutions, universities and schools, say that they're educational, but they're not educating everyone. And when that's the case, you're relying on the government and the media to be able to tell, the, tell people the truth. And the fact is that they're not doing this. Our education system is failing us, and the government is failing us, and the media is failing us. And this needs to change, and we're running out of time. Thank you for listening. We were hearing there um, the extremely articulate, impassioned testimonies of members of XR Youth uh, calling for a different kind of curriculum yeah. from the outside the Department of Education. But it's not just them calling for this, no. is it? No, so XR educators, um, we ran an action at the DfE in February, which was pressurising that the DfE needs to change the curriculum so that climate breakdown is reflected in the curriculum, that we need to be teaching the truth. I mean, it's ridiculous that our young people will learn about the Tudors, but they won't learn about climate breakdown. So, yeah, you know, the, uh, wholeheartedly behind what XR youth are doing, we're singing from the same place. Really what we need is a curriculum that is looking at how we have what we would call in XR a regenerative culture. We need to educate in a way that isn't built around success. Ruth Shankross, you're part of XR Educators. Tell me, what do children get taught about global warming or climate emergency at school, whether it's primary or secondary? Well, at the moment, in the primary national curriculum, there is zero mention of climate breakdown. So a child can enter primary school and leave without any mention of it. It's down to the school themselves, whether they'll raise it through an assembly or whether they'll weave it into the curriculum. In secondary, up to the age of 16, as little as 10 hours can be taught on climate breakdown. Uh, it could be more, but it could be as little as 10 hours. So clearly we're in a situation where both the primary and the secondary curriculum are not fit for purpose in the climate and ecological emergency that we're in. Now, you specialise in supporting science teachers in primary education, but presumably um, to address the, the climate emergency, this would be across the whole curriculum. Absolutely. I mean, every subject area you can reference climate breakdown and that's that's really the way that it needs to be dealt with you can pick the right texts for English whether that's a picture book for the very youngest children which is around helping them to celebrate nature so they're building that emotional bond or whether it's a more complex text or like multimodal text or visual text up into a levels so it can you know in a level English it can be woven throughout and really it needs to be because this is the biggest crisis of our time we do need to be very mindful of the emotions of young people i know for myself that 
coping with all the facts and the figures and the possible future realities is deep, deeply, deeply emotive. We need to be really mindful about how we're managing the emotions of young people so we're giving them hope as well, that curriculums are solution-focused and that we're really mindful that whatever we're teaching is age-appropriate. Um, so there's a lot of really great resources out there to look at. There's a Joe McAndrew video, which you can find on YouTube, or you can find it through the Learning Rebellion website, which really explores how do we teach young children about climate breakdown, how do we manage those emotions in an age-appropriate way, and how do we encourage them to be active without giving them so much agency that they feel like they're responsible for solving the world we're not saying as xr educators we've got all the answers but our view would be we need to move away from a competitive system that is built on just attainment 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 and look at something that's holistic and supports life Yay!